Welcome to the Michigan Football Report, everybody. I am back after a brief break, but Michigan gets the win 45-7. It is my five instant reactions after the Wolverines win 45-7 at Nebraska. First road game of the 2023 National Championship, uh, you know, future National Championship season for Jim Harbaugh's Wolverines. Look, Michigan gave up a 74-yard touchdown run late. Just really irked me because I was hoping they would get a shutout after they should have had a shutout in at least two of the first four games, if not three of the first four games. Um, funny stat they put at the end of the broadcast. Michigan is the third team ever, it seemed like, uh, and the first one since 1993 Florida State who won the national title game, national championship, to start a season 5-0 while scoring 30 points in all five games and holding their opponent to under 10 points. So some historic stats there for Michigan, historic start, third team ever, scoring over 30 in five straight games, holding their opponent to under 10. First team to do it in 30 years. Uh, I waited a little bit after the game to see if maybe Georgia was going to lose. They were playing at Auburn. They were down a little bit in the first half, tie ball game most of the second half, but uh, they get a touchdown in the fourth quarter, win 27-20. So Michigan won't be number one in the polls, I don't think so at least, going in to tomorrow. So they should remain number two after tonight's 45-7 to win over Nebraska Courthouse. Look, Nebraska should just vacate the uh, 1997 claim to the half national championship. Michigan has absolutely dominated them in the Big Ten and certainly under Jim Harbaugh. But I'm going to give you guys my five instant reactions here in a moment. But a lot of you guys have been saying, James, where you been? Why haven't you done videos lately? Um, I blame it on some construction guys. The construction industry just complete, you know, I mean, whatever. If you work in construction, I get it. But um, studios be ready tomorrow, ready tomorrow, ready tomorrow. That's been going on for almost two weeks now. But uh, should be back tomorrow, right? Um, things are rocking and rolling down there at the Chat Sports Studios. I've been deferring to some of my teammates, some shows that uh, need the studio space. So we took a little break, and I had to do a little business travel last week. But nevertheless, should be back with all the graphics and everything coming up on Sunday for our Michigan football overreaction Sunday. So uh, I blame the construction delays on no content for about a week and a half here on the channel. But wanted to get you guys from Casa de Yoder with a Michigan-Nebraska post-game show. So before I give you my five instant reactions, give me your one-word reaction to Michigan's 45-7 to win. They gave up a touchdown late. Could have had a shutout for the first time this season. But one-word reaction down in the comments. Mine is satisfying. I thought it was a very satisfying win for Jim Harbaugh and this Michigan football program. First instant reaction is Michigan felt right today. They just felt right. Um, they felt like this was the team we expected out all season. They scored in the 40s for the first time all season. J.J. McCarthy looked good. Blake Corum looked good. The wide receivers looked good. The team felt confident. The play calling on defense, on offense, even on special teams, felt confident. I know Tyler Morris bobbled a punch, but still I thought special teams across the board felt confident. The defense was swarming all day long. Some stats for you really quick. We've got it up here for Michigan. McCarthy goes 12 of 16, so 75%. Won't really drop his completion percentage much uh, on the season, but only 156 yards, two really ridiculous passes, touchdown passes to Roman Wilson that David Tyree in the Super Bowl uh, for the Giants against the Patriots style one in the first half, and then another one down the left sideline in the end zone. Both kind of scramble plays. Uh, I'll still play the second one. First one was more of just letting things come open and just let a rip for J.J. McCarthy. McCarthy also had a rushing touchdown. Uh, he finishes with two carries, 30 yards, and that one rushing touchdown. Blake Corum, 
16 of seven, uh, 16 carries, 74 yards, and a touchdown. I'll talk about him more in a few seconds. On the receiving side of things, Roman Wilson, four catches, 58 yards, two touchdowns. Cornelius Johnson had a couple catches. Darius Clemens makes his first appearance of the year with two catches. A.J. Barner with two as well. Um, the defense side of the ball, a lot of new faces. Uh, Josiah Stewart, Keon Saab, Derek Moore, Rayshon, crap, Money Benny, making an impact for this Michigan football team. I don't think you guys saw, though, uh, on Twitter yesterday, I put out that I'm playing prize picks, and today's show is presented by prize picks. I want to tell you more about our presenting sponsor, and if you guys want to spice up the way you approach game days, I encourage you to get going with prize picks. It's a skill-based game, real money, daily fantasy sports. If you're looking for a way to you know, have more fun and spend your game days, uh, Look at a little bit of different things. There's some stats that look no further than prize picks. How does it work, you ask? Here's how. You pick two to six players, and if they go more or less than their prize picks possession. So, for example, um, I had three prize picks for today uh, in college football. I'm going to tell you guys about them today. I didn't win. I picked J.J. McCarthy to go over 222.5 yards, more, I should say, more than 222 yards passing. I picked Diamond Edwards to go more than 16 and a half yards receiving. Did not hit either one of those things. Uh, J.J. McCarthy pulled middle of the third quarter. Diamond Edwards didn't even really get going in the passing game for Michigan, which was a surprise to me. I've been told they've been working on getting him more involved uh, at that slot receiver position. Caleb Williams is my third pick because he can't pick all from one team. I said he would go over 353 and a half yards, more than 353 and a half yards. He did for the... Uh, the ball game uh, against Colorado, uh, USC beating Colorado by a score. And so I didn't win mine, but it was a new way for me to think about uh, approaching game days. Uh, so check out pricepicks.com slash CLNS. That's pricepicks.com slash CLNS. Use our code CLNS for a deposit match at Price Picks. You aren't competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available for battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. With Price Picks, it takes less than 60 seconds to make your picks. So get started right away. Go to pricepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code CLNS at pricepicks.com slash CLNS for a deposit match up to $100. I'll put the link down in the comments and the description of today's video. My second instant reaction is Michigan's defense looked dominant. I thought the defense was absolutely dominant, stunning, fast, all over the place, impressive. That's all I could say about this team. I think the defensive line was what stood out to me. Uh, so no Mason Graham for the second week in a row, but there were players all over the ball. Hell, Kenneth Good looked good. Sean Benny looked good. Um, Kenneth Grant, uh, how about um, from the defensive end position, you had – Michigan and um, uh, who am I? Uh, Braden McGregor, right? Uh, tipping a pass and getting an interception for Kenneth Grant. Uh, McGregor also in the first half coming off the end and getting a stop on fourth down when Nebraska looked like maybe they could score. I was super impressed with the defense, the defensive line in particular. When you look at the stat sheet here for Nebraska, what they did, uh, 8 of 13 for third downs. Uh, I'm sorry, that was Michigan. Uh, Nebraska, 3 of 10. For uh, third downs. It's like, that doesn't seem right. Nebraska also went for uh, fourth down three times. 
The Cornhuskers had 306 yards today, 75 or whatever it was on that last drive for the touchdown. So really this is a 200, 225 yard game on the road for Michigan's defense. The Nebraska passing game was a little bit better than expected, honestly. It really was uh, Heinrich Herberg, the quarterback, 14 of 25 for 199 yards, but they were down the entire game. They just had a pass, pass, pass. I think all things being considered, Michigan had a shutout goal in this entire game. I think the defense looks phenomenal. If you look at what people are saying from other fan bases on social media, people are scared across this country. Michigan's given up just over five points coming into this game, so it'll be about six and a half points or so, six points, six, uh, 6.25, whatever it is, after three games. I'm sorry, after five games. But um, I like what I see out of this defense. I think Michigan has perhaps the best defense in the country, but they could have the best defense in the history of this Michigan football program, even including that 1997 fabled Michigan 1997 National Championship defense. If you guys haven't yet, subscribe to the channel as we are coming up on another subscriber milestone of 28,000. So hit us in the subscribe, click that button right below the video, Michigan Football Report. Daily, going forward, back in October, we're back to daily videos. Apologies for not having much the last 9, 10, 11 days. But hit subscribe right here on YouTube. We will have more content on Sunday, Monday, every single day of October going forward at the Michigan Football Report by Chat Sports. Number three instant reaction was Ladarius Henderson got the start today. Okay, Miles Hinton didn't play. He's hurt. And Carson Barnhart shifted over to right tackle to replace uh, – Replace him and Ladarius Henderson, the transfer from Arizona State, gets the start at left tackle. He, I thought, looked okay. He got burned three or four times. Two in particular, JJ McCarthy got hit pretty strong on uh, plays that Ladarius Henderson got burnt on. So I didn't think Henderson looked great. I didn't think him alone was some sort of upgrade and moving Barnhart over to right tackle over what Michigan has had previously um, with hitting there at right tackle. And Barnhart left tackle. So that one position or that shift shift around didn't look great, but I thought the Michigan offensive line as a whole looked a lot better today. So it's kind of tough to quantify, but that's just the way I saw it. I didn't think that Henderson looked phenomenal. I did think the Michigan offensive line as a whole with him in it, and maybe it's just that Carson Barnhart is back to where he feels more natural. Right tackle did look better today. I thought it was Michigan's best offensive line performance of the 2023 season. But let me go know what you guys think. Grade the offensive line performance today. Give me an A, B, C, or D. I'm going to give him a B plus. Grade against Nebraska. Let me know what you guys think down in the comments. A, B, C, or D. The Michigan football offensive line today against Nebraska. My number four instant reaction. I thought that Blake Corum started his Heisman Trophy campaign today. Now, the stat sheet's not going to say that Blake Corum was absolutely out of his mind by any means. 16 carries. Uh, 74 yards and one touchdown. Um, did not have a pass uh, catch at all, but I thought he looked quicker. I thought he looked like the Blake Corm of old. And only 16 carries, and maybe that's all you can expect from him, um, given Diamond Edwards. And hell, Kalel Mullings today getting five carries for 43 yards and one nice touchdown on a 20-yard touchdown run in the first half. But Blake Corm looked fast to me. He was doing those jump cuts where it looks like the entire offense of the defense line shifted one way. Whoop! He's going back the other way. So it's game five. Blake Corum is leading college football in rushing touchdowns. Added one more today. So he could stay leading, co-leading the, the nation in that. Maybe he drops back if somebody else who is with him scores two or even more today. But nevertheless, 
I thought today was the first step forward for Blake Corum. He scored a touchdown in every single game. His stats are kind of in that same range, a little less yards, but same amount of touchdowns as they were uh, after five games last season. I think this was the first step for Blake Corum in what could be a Heisman Trophy campaign. Had he not been hurt against Illinois last year, folks, I really think that he would have won the Heisman Trophy. Uh, but nevertheless, that is my number four overreaction. Number five is his backup, Diamond Edwards. He still kind of looks, eh, eh, eh. The Don is not taking over college football. My son, by the way, is just in shambles because uh, he's become a big Diamond Edwards fan after the Ohio State game. He's only six years old, but hey, 75 yards, 85 yards. And first game I said, you, the Don scores a touchdown, I'll get you a toy. No touchdown, no toy. Second game, same deal. No touchdown, no toy. And now, and on, and on, we're through five weeks of a 12-game regular season. The entire month of September, no touchdowns to the Don. 14 carries, 48 yards. So Michigan was definitely trying to get him involved early on. First quarter was all the Don. Really kind of after Blake Corm and J.J. McCarthy came out, middle end of the third quarter, it became the Don for a little while as well. But you can make an argument that Kalel Mullings played better with five carries for 43 yards and a 20-yard touchdown run. So I don't know what's going on with the Don today. He did have, for even the season, one catch for three yards as well. But we're five games into this 2023 season, and the Don has no touchdowns. He barely has, what, 150 yards rushing? It's been pretty disappointing so far this 2023 season for a guy who said he could be one of the greatest running backs in the history of football, all football. Right? That's what he said in an interview this summer. He said he might be the best slot receiver in the country when he practices, which he is. He plays there, but we have not seen him show up in the stat sheet or the impact of the game. If he had not played a game this year, and this is no slight on Diamond Edwards, I love Diamond Edwards. He could be up there among my favorite Michigan players of all time for what he did against Ohio State and Purdue last year. Um, if he hadn't played a snap this year, Michigan would be no worse off. And I hope that's you know something that we don't say weeks and months from now. But uh, he's yet to make a real impact for this team. So I'm a little bit concerned. Are you guys worried about Diamond Edwards? Let me know with a why. I'm worried about the Don. Comment below with a why if you're worried about the Don. If you're not worried about the Don or just not worried about Michigan not needing him, give me an end down in the comments. So are you worried about the Don or Michigan needing him? Give me a why or an end down in the comments. I will be back in studio tomorrow on Sunday morning. I'm going to film around 11 a.m. or so Eastern time. We'll get the video out shortly after that. So until I see you guys on Sunday, go blue. We'll be back fully in studio Monday all throughout next week and have a post-game show in studio next Saturday as Michigan faces Minnesota on the road again in a night game. So make sure you hit the subscribe button. So I'll see you guys tomorrow. Go Blue.